0: Joining us now on the Roman guest line is Rachel Van Aranya of Houston Sports Show, the Houston Sports Show. She's uh, everything NFL. She knows her stuff. She knows her leather football. Rachel, thanks for joining us tonight.
1: Hey guys, thanks for having me. I always love being on your show, and thanks for the kind words. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. I that I know football so well. You so do I'd probably disagree with you, but oh, you no. know <laughs> I'll take it.
0: You know, uh, there's a name for the people that disagree with you. Uh, they're called idiots. They are called okay, idiots. Because Rachel, you know your stuff. And because you know your stuff, I'm going to ask about your Texans because that's your neck of the woods or maybe not a lot of woods in Texas.
2: I think that's just a saying. That's just just kind, of, kind of like the deer in headlights saying, it's yeah, just a
0: saying. Just a saying. Well, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is I kind of want to take the Texans to cover nine against the New England Patriots. I know it's a it's a weird thing to say, but the Texans haven't All been right. as much of a trash team as many expected them to be, seeing as though they were the team-favored uh, team favored to lose all the games this year on their schedule, and they have been pretty competitive in most of their games, except for last week against the Buffalo Bills. What's your take on them this week playing against the New England Patriots team that probably is very emotionally drained after that? Hello, it's me. Game against Tom
1: Brady.
2: To the other side.
1: I love it. Keep going. Keep going. No, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> No, uh, I think the last time I was on the show with you, Quentin, I think you asked me uh, some betting questions about the Texans. I'm going to tell you what I think I told you then. Stay away. (laughs) Just stay away. I do remember you saying it just
0: like that. Yes.
1: Yes. Like, call 1-800-GAMBLING PROBLEM or whatever. If you want to bet, if anyone wants to bet on the Texans to cover anything, like, you might have a problem. Because that is just crazy. I wouldn't trust them. For anything, especially not with without Terod Taylor out there, I, I trust him a lot more than than Young Stanford, as I like to call him, uh, Mills <laughs> Mafia, Davis Mills. Uh, he just loves to throw interceptions. But no, I wouldn't say. And, and then and then Anthony Miller's gone. Like no, don't touch this team touch or anything. Team. Did you watch him play last week?
0: Yeah, yeah, I did, and it kind of looked like how they they uh, how expect they, uh them to look? they expected him to look, but it looked like my Washington football team getting beat up by Buffalo. It was the same same thing. Same
1: thing. Same thing, same thing. But yeah, no, I'll be at the game. I will be rooting and cheering for the Texans to do well in the cover, but I wouldn't put your money, my money, her money, no one's money on it.
2: Rachel, can you give us the latest on the Deshaun Watson saga?
0: <laughs> She's our, like, Deshaun Watson <laughs> correspondent. There, like, we only ask her about Deshaun is
2: Watson. Is there she any chance he plays a game this year in the NFL, in your opinion?
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, there's he definitely won't, won't suit up for the Texans. That for is sure. 100% for sure. But I don't believe they'll suit up for anyone else because I just don't see anyone else that's going to give up what the Texans want for him. Um, and I know that there's been reports coming out saying that they've softened their stance. They've, they've, you know, they're not asking for as much anymore. And I think that there might be a reason for that. And I'm not trying to, to read too much into that, but they may be getting you know maybe from, from the, the HPD, I don't know, Maybe something has come to them or, or come been, been, you know, enlightened to them that would make them do that. But with that being said, um, you know, he's still got the no trade clause. So even if somebody does give up an arm and a leg for him, he still has to okay that he goes there. And it's just a lot. There, there's uh, people that are paid much more than me that understand law much better than me. And there's talks that this, this may not be wrapped up until next February or March. So I don't think anybody's going to, you know, sell their soul for a quarterback that they don't even know if he'll be able to start a year from now.
0: Rachel, um you're a great follow on Twitter. I have to say that and I can't <laughs> let this go by without saying the fact that you were doing a keg stand in Cleveland and oh, yeah. it was it was very dr- dramatic. First and foremost, how was Cleveland? It looked like it was fun and also I'll follow that up with a more boring question of what do you think about Baker Mayfield in the Browns this year? Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, the cake stand was great. It's been kind of my tour. I've been traveling a lot on the weekends whenever I get a chance lately. Uh, I was in Atlanta for week one and then uh, Cleveland for week two. I'll be in Miami, I think, what is it, two weeks from now. And I I, I have this bucket list of fan bases that I just want to party with. And Cleveland was right up there at the top of my list, uh, you know, next to Buffalo probably. And um, I had a friend uh, who's, who's big, a big sports personality up in Cleveland as her birthday. And I was like, you know what? The Texans are playing there this weekend. Let me come to Cleveland and party with you guys. So my number one goal was to tailgate. And so I went to, I think they call it the Muncie lot there. I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, don't kill me for that. Uh, but no, those guys know how to party. I love it. I love Cleveland now. It's fantastic. And the cake stand was that's just what you saw on camera, okay? Oh. There was all kinds of things going on. It was a great time. Now, I love Cleveland. I love Browns fans. They're great. With that being said, uh, Baker Mayfield, man, it's like every, every year, you know, I mean, no, I can't think of anybody who's more set up for success yeah. possibly that's... than Baker Mayfield. And for, you know, the, the defensive woes and the gaps in the defense, things of that nature, obviously that's not his fault. But, man, when you have Hunt, and you have Chubb to just relieve defensive pressure off of you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how you don't just ball out. I don't understand how that team doesn't ball out. And we all know Baker's talented, and he has those those glimpses and those flashes of greatness, and, and he can make a play for you. Don't get me wrong. But, man, there are some times where I'm just left wanting so much more out of him, and I'm still just – I don't know what to think about him. What do you guys think?
0: Well, uh, I think you you hit the nail on the head here. He has given – Getting all the opportunities to succeed, all the endorsements as well. And um, unfortunately, he's playing through a torn labrum, but he still looks pretty good. So hopefully uh, for me, because I have a future in them to win over, I think, 10 and, and a half you games not and he to continues. Take that. I, I Sometimes you have to trust the uh, skill positions and not buy into the hype. Also, Rachel, I talked to Taylor Heineke. He absolutely knows who Fleetwood Mac is. So if that's just an update I wanted to give you. Um,
1: did you really ask him that?
0: I did. He knows who Fleet Mac was. Fleet.
1: Wood oh Mack. wow, yes, yes. that's fantastic! You saw my tweet. I, I posted a picture of him right. in the Fleetwood Mac shirt. For those that don't know, and I, you know, I was like, "How old is he?" I don't, I don't even remember how old he was, but he's young. And I was like, "Over under, what are the odds that Heineke actually knows the band that's on his shirt?" I can't believe you asked him that. That's awesome. Let's I try to, to, to follow man.
0: up as as well as possible. You're a friend of the show. I had to do this. Quint
2: Mayo, the Fleetwood Mac investigative investigative insider. insider. <laughs> yes. Rachel, what team – you talked about the Browns. You talked about the Texans. Obviously, the Browns and the Texans have both been disappointments. But in terms of teams that have surprised you in a good way, who surprised you the most this NFL season?
1: Ooh, who has surprised me the most? That is really – You know what? I know the Saints. They're what are they? Two and two right now. Mm Yeah. But Jameis, and I hate to say this because um, I'm a Falcons fan. uh, You know, when I'm not on air, I'm I'm a diehard Falcons fan. (laughs) I I hate hate. No, you know, I was gonna say the Saint. I was gonna say Jameis Winston, but no, no, I take it back. Uh, The Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers have surprised me. I, I we know that they have great players on that team. You know, run CMC, and but Sam Darnold. So like he, when, for example, when, when they were in Houston playing the Texans a couple weeks ago, CMC goes down and I'm like, oh, this is the Texans chance. This is the Texans chance. No, I'm like, I'm like, he's not going to be able to do anything without, (laughs) you know, without CMC, but without Christian behind him, Mm -hmm. I expected nothing. And he came out like a gunslinger. He put the ball in all the right places I was telling everybody to bet the house on the over, I think it was over half an interception. I don't remember what the what the juice was on that or anything. But I was like, just bet your paycheck on that because I am. Like, Darnold will throw an interception in the game. So team, you're saying but, but... you need
2: us to send you some money, is what
1: you're saying. Yes, please. <laughs> please. I'm going to invoice. No, but I, that is probably, just off the top of my head, the most surprising team. Uh, for rule to be coaching the way that it is, is, for Sam Darnold to – not have to lean on the run game for him to be able to put the team on his back and put the ball in the air in the right places to be as accurate as as he is and not turn the ball over. I am completely stunned by that. So cheers to them, even though I hate them.
2: I have a non football related question for you, given the fact that you hung out in Buffalo and did some partying, hung out in Cleveland and did some partying. What's your top three favorite party spots in the United States. They don't have to be football cities, but they could be.
1: Okay. Um, I'll tell you Atlanta is a great party spot, but it's not a football city. Yeah. <laughs> they love their, their football. They love their soccer team, but uh, they do not care about the Falcons for sure. Other than that, man, Austin is a great, great party city. Austin, Texas. I don't know if y'all have ever been there or not. Love it. South yeah. Southwest.
2: Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's great there.
1: It's fantastic. Uh, Jacksonville is underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, so if you ever get a chance, one of the greatest football games to go to is Georgia versus Florida. They call it the the world's largest cocktail party, and so that's what I experienced there. And maybe it was just because it was that weekend. I don't know, but that's a fantastic place to go Must love be
2: it what uh, why uh what the draw is for urban meyer huh Boom. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: love it it was a set i love it it was right there
2: literally you gave it right to me thank you so much for joining us we've got to run we'll have you on again soon uh i need more party cities
1: and i need more bets absolutely i will come with it thank you guys for having me anytime thank you, thank so, you much, so much rachel
0: That was Rachel joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.